everyone. Welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. This is where we talk about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior to a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I share my self-discovery journey and what I've learned along the way and what I'm currently discovering as I continue evolving on this journey. My hope is that as we become more conscious of how we show up for ourselves, our children, and others, that we'll discover the beauty that lies within us all. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Hi everyone and welcome. How are all of you? I hope you're doing well. I am feeling good today. And the reason I'm feeling good is because for the past week, I have been really digging into procrastination and busting through it. And it feels so empowering. Are you a procrastinator? I've been a procrastinator all my life, and what I'm learning is that it's resistance, and it's actually resistance to doing things I don't think I'm good enough to do, because I was pushing off things that I actually wanted to do and were part of my program and part of the things I'm really passionate about, like creating um, online trainings for um, a community agency where I live and creating online trainings for uh, educators and just uh, creating trainings for um for my business uh, and for parents and uh, things I absolutely am passionate and love, I was pushing off. And so I really dug into this thinking there's got to be something here. What is this? Because once I would get into it, sit down and start doing it, it's like, oh yeah, this is what I love to do. Why is it so hard for me to get started? And what I found was that underneath that, there's this story I'm telling myself that, you know, who am I to do this? Am I good enough to do this? And even though I have the knowledge and the experience and all of that, I still had this story of, am I good enough to do this? Is this the right way? What if I do it wrong? So I've really been challenging myself for the past week to do the things I would usually put off until tomorrow because that's my thing too. That's my story. I always am like, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that right away in the morning. Oh, Saturday morning, I have this time. I'll, I'll do it then. And so I'm always pushing stuff off until it's like, oh my gosh, I have to have this done in two days. I got to do this. And that doesn't feel good either. So I've really been digging into this and challenging myself to do things I would normally say, 
I'll do tomorrow. And what I discovered was it wasn't just those big things that I was um, procrastinating on. It was a lot of little things too. Every time that voice said, I'll do that tomorrow, I'm like, oh, nope, going to do it right now. Um, And so they're just little things like... um, There was a phone call, for instance, that I needed to make one day last week. And it was about, um, I was going to request a refund on a service that I really, I'm not using. And, um, you know, I don't need to be paying for a service that I'm not even utilizing. So... When that little voice said, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, I'm like, nope, I'm doing it now. And so I did. I called in. I mean, it took a lot of doing because I was on hold forever. I kept getting cut off. I kept having to recall back. Uh, And so I actually, in the end, I reached them. I got the refund and it felt amazing And I realized that all day long or all week long, I would, every time that voice said, I'll do that tomorrow, I'm like, oh, no, I'm doing it now. And a lot of, most of the time, it was just these little piddly things that I would want to put off. And so as I reflected on that, I realized that the procrastination is resistance and that there's something bigger going on underneath. It was like, I don't know if the story was, I don't deserve the money back. um, Or what if, I think more of it was, what if they say no? It was almost like, If they said no, which in my head, my story was, they're not going to give me a refund for this. Um, And so I was almost rejecting myself before they could reject me. And the story of, well, they're not going to give me a refund. If I wouldn't have called, they wouldn't have given me a refund, right? So our thoughts, our beliefs create our reality, And I realize how many money drains I have and and that I have had, you know, in in the past. It's like, oh my gosh, I have uh, spent tons of money on services I wasn't even utilizing. Like, you know, you sign up for um, these these things, like, and and they they just are recurring... Uh, they they have a recurring fee. So like sign up for this for 10 bucks a month. And I think, oh, $10 a month. Okay, I'll see what that is. And then, you know, eventually I just don't do it anymore because it was 10 bucks. Who cares? Um, and so just things like that. And I probably had quite a few of them. Um, or apps, things that I started using but don't use anymore. And, and they have a monthly or a yearly fee or something. And... My story is always, oh, God, now I have to figure out how to go into settings, how to, um, you know, figure out how to take this off. And I would always procrastinate on that stuff. And I think that story was, 
you know, I'm too stupid to figure out technology. So we didn't want to face that. So I would just keep putting it off. And I realized, oh my gosh, how many money drains <laughs> that I have had. The other thing I was thinking about as I was reflecting on all of this is that I used to, and it's not so much now because I don't have anything to return, but I used to, you know, when I would buy clothes or I'd order things and they'd come and I didn't like them, I would never, I would always procrastinate about taking them back and pushing it off and pushing it off. And eventually it's like, well, I can't take it back now because it's been, you know, eight months. Uh, And so there again, I would be paying for stuff that I don't even use because I didn't want to take them back. So what is that story? And I think that story was, I would have to talk to somebody. I would have to face somebody. And I think I was so afraid of that rejection again, that them saying, well, you know, you can't take this back. Or maybe it it also is about being wrong. Oh, I was wrong um, about buying this in the first place or, you know, whatever that was. Um, and I think a big part of procrastination is just indecision and not trusting ourselves. You know, we weren't taught to trust ourselves. Growing up, we weren't taught to trust ourselves. We were taught adults know everything and do what they say. And then we become adults who don't trust ourselves, and yet we're supposed to be the ones making all the decisions and knowing everything. And so that's another thing I do too is it's like, and I don't do it so much anymore, but but I was really into this. Um, I'm, I'm probably supposed to already know this. So I would think I'm already supposed to know this, even though I don't know it. So I would not ask questions and that didn't get me anywhere. But I always just had this feeling like, I was supposed to know. And so that was probably part of the procrastination too. Like I really didn't know and I didn't want to ask. So I would just put stuff off. And and I think the not trusting ourselves. I mean, it happens so subtly. You know, it happens through things like being told, you know, when we're feeling upset, being told to get over it uh, or suck it up. And we might not be told those exact words, but that's the message that we get, just, just to get over it or suck it up, or it wasn't that big a deal. You shouldn't feel so ups- having such big emotions about it. Um, and so we we learn not to trust ourselves. And then there's that worry about being in trouble. Um, as a kid, I was always worried, always worried about getting into trouble or being in trouble, like... Like if I acted a certain way, that might not be the right way, and then I was in trouble. Um, and so this figuring out how to act to make the adults not get mad is really confusing for kids. Um, and I realized now it was for me as a kid. Um, that's what I was always, always worrying about, being in trouble, making the wrong choices. And then as an adult, I was always worried about things too. It's like, if I do something or if I do the wrong thing, then something bad's going to happen. So I was constantly worrying about things. And I realized now that that's all about not trusting myself and being disconnected really from the truth of who I am. And so I'm learning that every time I move through the resistance to 
put something off, that it's a recommitment to myself. Every time I say, I catch that voice that's saying, oh, I'll do that later, I'll do that tomorrow, and I catch it, I'm recommitting to myself. I'm telling myself, I can do this. I can do uncomfortable things. I am enough. And it's taking a stand for myself. And I'm not talking about overdoing. I'm not talking about busy, 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 because that's something, that's a whole nother topic. What I'm talking about is putting those things off that you could do right now. And if they're a big thing, make a micro step. You don't have to do like the whole project right now, but commit to doing 15 minutes, commit to doing an hour, you know, commit to doing one step on whatever it is that you're pushing off. Um, And that is, I believe that is taking a stand for ourself. So procrastination is a story in our head. It's about how uncomfortable this thing is. And it's a symptom. It's a symptom that's trying to get your attention. And it's a symptom, I think, of misalignment. Something is out of alignment with the truth of who you are. And it's there to tell you something, to say, oh, there's something here. There's something here that needs your attention. So I really encourage you, if you find yourself frequently procrastinating, become curious. Listen to that message and become curious as to what is behind this procrastination. What's the story? What's the belief? Dig deeper. Because like I said, I am feeling so good and so empowered just by moving through even the little things, even that little, making that phone call. At the end of the day, all all week, last week, at the end of the day, I was feeling so good and I was feeling empowered because I took a stand for myself. And even if I hadn't gotten the refund um, of that call, at least I took the steps to take a stand for myself. And if it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, that's okay. It's not always going to be the way you want it to be in the end. However, doing something is empowering. So if I just wouldn't have made that phone call and I would have just let the fee go through and uh, just not do anything about it, that would have felt worse than making the phone call and then saying, no, I'm sorry, we can't make this uh refund now, but in the future, you know, you can, this is what you can do to um, not have more charges. I mean, that would have felt better 
than not doing anything and just giving my money away to something because I didn't think I could take a stand for myself. So work through that resistance. When, when that voice comes up and says, oh, I'll just put that off, ask, hmm, why? Why am I putting that off? And so I read somewhere too, as I've been digging into this um, procrastination thing, and I read, doing some research on it, I read where um, it's your intent, procrastination is your intention is not aligned with your desire. So I got to thinking about that. So what is the intention on whatever this thing is we're procrastinating on. And I think that can get confusing. Actually, I think I need to figure out what my desire is because I think intention can be tricky. Intention, uh, I think often we can misunderstand intention. Like we use intention, you know, you hear people say, well, that wasn't my intention. You know, something happens and it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, or somebody's upset or something, and we say, well, that wasn't my intention. But if we're not conscious about our intention, we can have hidden intentions. So what I have learned about intention is that intention is the energy that we put into something. It's it's our actions, the energy that that drives our actions. And so I heard somebody put it this way. Um, our intention enters the room before we do. And so if we're not conscious about that intention, um, it's driven through our beliefs, our stories, what we're telling ourselves. And so I think about, um, so intention and desire being aligned, I have to think about, I'll use this phone call uh, as an example. What was my desire? My desire was to be refunded this money, but my actions were to put it off and to not be refunded the money actually then. Um, And so that felt bad because there was a misalignment there. The desire and the intention were not lined up. So then when I caught myself and said, no, I'm going to do this now, my intention shifted to match the desire of asking for that money to be refunded. Whether they did it or not, that was the desire and the intention then. And that felt really good. And so now actually talking about this, I realize that my intention wasn't to put it off necessarily. My intention was to stay safe. So often we are putting things off to keep ourselves safe, to keep ourselves from not feeling rejected or not enough or whatever it is. Um, So, and that's our brain at work. That's our brain going, oh, this is a threat. Don't go there. Um, And so we have to challenge that and... Uh, flip that script. So our actions are ultimately driven by our thoughts, our stories, our beliefs. 
And those stories and beliefs create uh, an emotion, right? They create, they have a physiological reaction in our body and it doesn't feel good. And so we immediately try to stop that feeling. And so we put off whatever the thing is that is creating that feeling. And or we decide to do something else, some other busy thing that um, gets our mind off of that and, and alleviates the feeling of discomfort. So an inaction is an action, right? It's a choice to not do the thing. So ultimately, our thoughts create a reality, we can always tie our action or inaction back to the original thought or belief. And so getting curious about what's under there um, is really helpful in moving us forward. So one, set an intention around the thing that you have been putting off. Uh, So say the night before, you're setting your intentions for the next day. What actions are you committing to take? And I think a lot of times we overdo it too. So give yourself some grace. And like I said, at least take a micro action. Doing something is better than doing nothing at all. And then become curious. Uh, when, When you be aware of when that little voice goes, ah, oh, do it later. Um, you know, notice it and just be curious about it. And you can reflect on it later. Um, and then take action. Just take whatever small action uh, you can take because I guarantee you it feels really good to take a stand for yourself and move yourself forward. So that is my insight for this week and I'm going to keep working on this and I hope you will too. So uh, have a great week and take a stand for yourself. All right. Bye everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm so very grateful for all of you who are showing up here with me because I believe subtle shifts create big impact. How we show up in our life, in our relationships, or our parenting impact our life, our children's lives, and the world. If you're ready to brave the wilderness of your beautiful soul, live life from the inside out, and create the life you want to live, head over to my website at diansorensen.net and get on my calendar to see if the Beauty and Behavior family is the right fit for you. I got you, and we'll talk again soon.